The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. It is January 8th, 2021. And dog, dirty dog, we've got some new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan. How's it going, Matt? What's going on? How are you? I'm doing well, man. Here we are. It's We're a week into the new year. New tag team champions, new number one contender for the Royal Rumble. What did you think of tonight's SmackDown? This was a pretty good show, I thought. It was good. I when they do these uh, like high stakes burner drawn out matches, I think they're good. But man, like I don't know. Sometimes I favor a little faster movement, more story. Yeah, which no, is funny coming from the guy that does two hour podcasts on the regular, where we barely get to cover in the show. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, but no, I thought tonight was good. So we do have new tag team champs. Uh, we had a match for the intercontinental championship and we had a gauntlet match to determine the new number one contender. Spoiler alert, not someone who you'd think it would be, uh, who's going to face Roman Reigns at the Royal rumble. So there's a lot to talk about tonight and jump into it. Um, Opening promo, Roman Reigns out there uh, talking about Kevin Owens, talking about the current situation, who's he going to face, and uh, getting into it with Adam Pierce. And uh, yeah, it's weird that they're setting up as the this is the main conflict that we saw throughout the evening is Roman and Adam. And uh, spoiler for the main event, it's, do you think it's really going to be Adam Pierce versus Roman Reigns for the championship at the Royal Rumble? Unfortunately. How does that make any, like? He's an authority figure. Ooh. I think, like, no, I mean, like, Corey Graves would draw more tickets. Like, anyone is Adam going Pierce to. Can, at least Adam Pierce can wrestle. He's very good. Sure. But uh, still. Yeah, I don't. But, okay, he's an authority <clears throat> figure, but he's not Kurt Angle. He's not Daniel Bryan. You know, he's not. Um, I don't disagree with you. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, are they wildly overestimating the? Uh, I mean, it's going to be a nothing match, I'm assuming. My first thought, and I hear what you're saying in the chat room, and everyone online seems to think this match is actually happening. My first thought was this is some kind of placeholder, and there's going to be some surprise return or surprise call up. Like, they can't possibly have Roman Reigns defending <coughs> the title at the Royal Rumble against Adam, Adam Pierce. Pierce. Do you remember what I said? I keep saying every week. This Roman Reigns storyline is huge. It's long. It's very long. It's going to be an, an encyclopedia thick uh, worth of a storyline. It's going to be very, very long, very drawn out. Sure. And so far, his new character is about his promos. It's about the setup, his attitude, his demeanor has changed, all of that in one. So it really doesn't matter who his opponent is in their eyes. 
because he's cutting these world beater promos, they feel. And, and, and the advancement of him being this ridiculous prick um, head of the table stuff is the paramount, is paramount of his storyline. So they don't think, and they're taking it for granted, I will agree with you on that, that you don't really need to have a great opponent or a, a viable opponent because none of us think Adam Pierce has a shot in hell of winning. That's not why we're going to watch. We're going to watch because we're going to see how destructive, how evil Roman Reigns really can be. And I guess we're supposed to care about this on air character. See, I, I, I don't, I'm trying to figure it out why they're doing it. I, I, I can't even finish the sentence. And I that's can't. my point because, okay, if it was Vince McMahon, we know Vince ain't going over, but we know that people would tune in to see Vince get the shit kicked out of him by Roman Reigns. Like that absolutely would be huge. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Uh, maybe you're right. I hope you're right. Even if it was Shane McMahon, we'd be like, well, it's a McMahon at least. Like, there's something. I don't know. It just seems uh, – I've never felt like Adam Pierce – and no, no disrespect to Adam Pierce, but I, he doesn't seem to me like he has gravitas or any sort of star power as a GM. No. No, 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 no. To be fair, no, he does. And he's kind of just been thrown into that halfway sideways, you know, with no real big fanfare to it. No big announcement. He just showed up backstage one week. Yeah. Um, but he is a very, very good in-ring performer. Scrap sure. He He's really good. But, um, again, like what you're saying, um, mainstream-wise, nobody knows who Adam is, and no one's going to pay money to see him wrestle. I don't think they're planning on it. They're not that stupid. Yeah. I just I think it's a, it's a placeholder match, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and and that's no disrespect to his in-ring ability at, at all. I'm just saying, but they're not trying to build a superstar. He's not going to return to the active roster the next week after this. So just a little puzzling. If it was Bruce Pritchard, people would be like, oh, my God, Bruce Pritchard's going to get his ass kicked at the Royal Rumble by Roman Reigns. I'd tune in to see that. That would be entertaining. I don't know. I just uh, – I'm puzzled. I'm pu- and we'll talk We'll talk about the process on this. Uh, James Zimbicki, $5. Uh this is super chatted on Monday. Sorry, Miss Wednesday. It asks us, but Matt, did you watch being the elite? What are your thoughts on the Eddie locker room speech at Brody's tribute? It was okay. I, I saw your comment, by the way. I think you may have tweeted me this. Um, it was good. It was very good. Um, Eddie's a great promo to begin with, but guys, you should have seen when Eddie passed, Eddie Guerrero passed. Mm-hmm. If I, if somebody had a camera phone around, no, you know, I'm not going to compare, but off the charts, off the charts, not a dry, not a dry eye in that locker room. Um, this one was good. You know, it's kind of hard to, I'm not trying to critique it. This was a dude talking from his heart, you know, so I don't know what you want me to say about it other than, I mean, I saw it. I thought it was good. Yeah. But anytime a very beloved fellow brother, brother passes away. You know, in the wrestling business that's active, yeah, it's disastrous to a locker room. And you see a lot of a lot of people generally will step up and say something. Again, I go back to Eddie. That was really, mm, really a crazy time. Sacred Monkey Bone, $5 super chat. Thank you. Uh, Krona Shaw, $5, saying, glad Daniel Bryan didn't win. Bryan Reigns is a long-term program. Also uh, saying the Black Mirror is amazing. You thank me for recommending it to him on Twitter. And uh, happy belated birthday to Jackson, Matt. Thank you very much. And I have seen Black Mirror, and it is good. Actually, I have. Yeah. No, uh, have you watched all the episodes? No, I watched God, season one. Oh, really? The only the first three? 
Yeah, because that, now that was a while ago, correct? Was a long, season one was a long time. In fact, I yes. recommend people skip the first episode yes. because that just turns some people off entirely. But um, no, I liked it. I liked it. I just haven't been around to catch up on the newer ones and whatnot. Yeah, they're all on Netflix. Uh, there's some very good ones. I recommend uh, Nosedive and uh, Hang the DJ are some of my favorites. I mean, I, I love the Twilight Zone, so I think Black Mirror is the spiritual successor to that. And, uh, Matt, you'd appreciate this. On Netflix, they have a choose-your-own-adventure episode called Bandersnatch, where you could choose the outcome of the Black Mirror episode as it goes, making decisions oh. for characters. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What a, and what a, that's a great idea, actually. And what's really cool about it, because of course I'm obsessive and I wanted to get all the different combinations and I went back and replayed it. And when you're replaying some scenes, the characters acknowledge you and that they're doing this again because you chose to do it again. Like, <laughs> really creepy. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really, really well done. When we were kids, my favorite books used to be the ones that you create. You get to, you know, yeah, choose your you own want adventure. To those were the best. I would always uh, keep my finger on the last page when I would choose so I could go back if I didn't like the answer. <laughs> yep. uh, Stellar Dustin Lopez 499 is saying, we're getting Nakamura and Roman at the Rumble. That was a great huh. cliffhanger, unlike the trash we saw in Raw with Alexa and Orton. I mean, I, I think Shinsuke would be good. The problem with Shinsuke coming into this is that I mean, this is like out of nowhere return to form. Shinsuke to run, literally run the gauntlet tonight look incredible defeat so many challengers i wish they booked him like this all the time yes i agree <laughs> yes uh justin lopez also saying nakamura is back best he's been since the nxt match with Sami Zayn five years ago this was a very very good match for him tonight it was happy to see it surprised they played sammy out so quickly though but we'll, we'll talk about that uh sacred monkey bone saying you bet ko baits and switches at the rumble uh I don't think they're going to do KO versus Roman again. But I'd rather maybe. that. I'd rather that than yeah. what we're getting. Antoine Fair saying, I feel like we're about, oh, with the super chat saying, I feel like we're about to see Triple H. They've been featuring him on YouTube and the network. And I think when Roman's about to do a takeover story, someone coming from WWE to save him, uh, his guess is uh, Cena. Cena versus Roman seems almost too big for the Royal Rumble at this point. Hmm. Be Good great. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting though. I, I I miss John Cena. I really liked uh, the the last we saw of him that Firefly Funhouse match with Bray. But the, that's all, that's all I'm willing to take it from him though. I want him to come back, put over a younger talent, keep it moving for another year. Come back, put another young talent over again, keep it moving. Yeah. It's interesting the year he's had. I mean, I think he was poised to even go to bigger success with the being the villain in the new Fast and the Furious before that got delayed. Yeah, it's still going to come out, though, once it does. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, this year. So Once it does, yeah, he'll hit big. No, absolutely. Uh, so uh, after that opening promo, we went into the Intercontinental Championship match, Apollo Crews versus Big E. And they gave these guys a lot of time. Of course, Big E got the win and retained. Um, but what did you think of this match? I don't get why Apollo Crews. Well, they were friendly. Apollo said that he helped Biggie win the uh, the uh, lumberjack match that had him win the title from Sami Zayn. Uh, they tagged together last week, wasn't it? So it was. This was like a friendly. I mean, friendly competition can only go so far. It does, and I want I want him being built. Okay, him smiley fist bump and high five, and his opponent is not building him. I want yeah. the, I want him built like you're supposed to build a monster. Yeah. 
Could you imagine, Matt, if they would have booked you and been like, he's Matt, the good time guy. Let's have him smiling and fist bumping everyone. I will say it's better than stuttering. <laughs> it's better than what they did with me. <laughs> uh, oh, and Antoine Ferris clarifying. Antoine, you didn't have to pay to say this, uh, but thank yeah. you. Raj, thanks you. Saying, no, not for the Rumble, for Mania. Roman versus Cena for Mania. Um, yeah, I think that would be great. Yeah. Uh, Jody Shauna Jenkins. Hey, Jody $10. The trust is still alive in this relationship. Hey, Matt, who have you been in the ring with from your childhood that you totally marked out for? As an example, I did a show in 2000 in Ontario with Barry Horowitz, and I was like a kid, LOL. Oh, my God. For the record, Barry, I would have too, by the way, because I always appreciated Barry Horowitz. I swear to God, I knew he was going to lose every match, but I still appreciated him giving himself the self-pat on the back. I thought that was <laughs> hilarious. Iron Mike Sharp, too, I actually used to like react for even though I know he was going to get shellacked and killed every match. Anyways, um, my interactions with Hulk Hogan, when, when, yeah. you know, probably that, um, cause he couldn't wrestle. It was of his back. Um, he was trying to get to a place where he could wrestle. He was going to get another back surgery and, and, uh, just didn't work out. So we did uh, we do a lot of stuff backstage with me like slamming him in the walls and crap like that. But um either Hulk Hogan for the first time, but um Ric Flair for sure. For yeah. Sure, Ric Flair. Um Kurt Angle. Yeah. Kurt Angle, because I was in college when Kurt came onto the scene. So uh, I wasn't a little kid, but I was a huge mark of his as, as a college kid. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um so after this match, oh, Sonia Deville, we saw backstage and uh, Deville talked about working with Adam Pierce, which was interesting. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what this role is going to turn out to be, but I love that Sonia's back. Yeah, it looks like there's something big with her, too. They should, man. Uh, women's division is so stacked, but she is absolutely like top tier. Uh, they just need to book her right. And uh, we speaking of which we saw Bianca Belair backstage announcing herself in the Rumble, her mixing it up with Bailey. Uh, what did you think of this exchange? This is great. I thought this was very good. These two are man. Bailey served its purpose. Yeah, no, Bailey's great. Bianca's great. I mean, I I haven't watched... seen this stuff with her in Stone Cold yet, so fans don't ruin it for me in the chat room. On the yeah. uh, the network, she's on uh, Stone Cold's podcast. Oh, cool! I have to listen to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, I wish uh, they gave the women a little bit more tonight. But uh, we did have this tag team title match, Robert Root and Dolph Ziggler versus the Street Profits. And uh, first off, Root and Ziggler are really going with this Dirty Dogs thing, and it's spelled with a W, like the new kids on the block song, Dirty Dog. Or pardon me, N-K-O-T-B, from their harder rebranded era. Uh, Dirty Dogs. What do, you, what do you think of that as a tag team name, man? I think it didn't. Bobby Roode in TNA with uh, Austin Aries have a yeah. similar gimmick. I think they did. Nasty heels, nasty gentlemen, some shit like that. You guys, chat room. Yeah. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Austin Aries, Bobby Roode had Dirty a- heels. Dirty heels. Very good tag team. Very successful. Yeah. Very entertaining stuff, too. Um, That's what I feel this is a, a playoff of. But it works because you can throw Dolph right in there in Austin's position. Um. Although like, I think Austin's better for the record, but nonetheless. Well, I uh, 
thinking about it though, they, they clearly believe in this. So they're giving them the, you know, they had their return uh, a couple weeks ago. Last week they inter- interrupted the Street Profits promo, but the Street Profits have been, I mean, in my mind, one of the biggest stars on SmackDown, one of the more consistently featured teams in WWE. Do you think this was right for them to lose the SmackDown titles seemingly no. so abruptly? Really? No, hell no, I don't. Well, so what do you? Okay, so here's my question though. So if you're not the tag team champion. <laughs> And the tag team division is what it is. Yeah. Like, don't you just sort of become the Washington Generals to the Harlem Globetrotters at a certain point? So, dear WWE, this is why it's imperative you have to have a tag team division. This is why. So when you, so you could have had the Dirty Dogs um, start this new stuff, this new shtick, and be treated like superstars, feel like superstars, without having them even whiff near the world tag team uh, sorry the tag team championships for a couple months at least three months four months um in other tag teams for that matter you shouldn't have to have a championship to be to, to feel significant you shouldn't well i agree but when you are the champs root and ziggler who have not been booked with any sort of consistency and i understand the relaunch the new moniker whatever they're coming back but to have them win from this at the street profits expense where do the street profits go from here now that they're not champs? They're still entertaining as hell, but I'm just worried that it's just this is just going to hot potato back and forth. This is why you have to build your tag team division, mm-hmm. Glenn. So then, it, because if you're not fighting for the tag team championship, you still should be in other tag team matches that mean something. Yeah, and because these people are here today, gone tomorrow in the tag team division, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Alonzo Smith saying, I'm glad the Street Profits lost the tag titles. They never really defended them enough. Just carry them around like props because there is no tag division. I mean, Uh, I I think next week, you know, maybe the Street Profits will go on to battle uh, Gable and Otis. Pardon me. He's he's not wrong about the fact that they never defended it. It's true. But like against who? Yeah. Well, Justin Lopez, 499, saying the Street Profits were tag champs for Raw SmackDown 305 days straight. That's why it just seems sort of, I know it's great. I think they got over, I think not having a crowd probably hurt them because they are such a crowd favorite. Yes. Yeah. Uh, But they still had, you know, just a ton of energy. I don't know. I I hope that they have something good for them. SmackDown being such a short show, this is the problem when you do stuff like the gauntlet match. Okay, so now we've got Roman, who's a top superstar, and Roman's dominating every episode. We've got Big E, who they believe in greatly, and Big E is getting a lot of time every episode. So in whatever's left, we need to have something involving the women's champion, preferably some other women's storyline, the tag champions or the tag division. Like, it's very hard when they give so much oxygen to everything else. I think, I mean, I'm not saying two hours doesn't feel like enough. I'm saying that they need to condense some of these segments to just get more in. In my opinion, um, when I wrestled, the way it worked was if you did well, then you got the time. Yeah, no, they didn't break it down and say, "Hey, hmm, this week we need more women's action," or "Hey, this week we need more cruiserweight action." Right? It's mm. who did what? Because I'll tell you this right now: beautiful people at TNA, yeah, pushed every one of us for TV time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would go in and ask for it, and they they would deserve it because their ratings were crazy. Their ratings mm. were always good. And they earned it. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you got to be competitive. Today's yeah. age, I don't think it's the same. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure they do look at it differently now. Um, but here's the thing, Glenn. You're right. It's a two-hour show. And this is why I also think it's imperative that you just take the tag team division in totality. And yeah, you let, yes, you let everybody wrestle on both shows. 
even NXT potentially. Uh-huh. Um, would you do the same with the women? Um, no, but I do think a women's only show, if they're not going to make a serious commitment to giving the women more airtime and we're just going to really see the championship matches, I do think we need a women's show because they have the talent. There's definitely an audience for it. The creative is definitely there. Um, and it's different. It's unique. And I mean, we've talked about this. I don't know how AEW is doing lately, but I swear like WWE just blew a year where they could lay claim to women's wrestling essentially you know, uh, with AEW shortcomings in that division, I think they could have established themselves further and they sort of squandered the opportunity. Yeah, no, there's exactly right. No. So it's, it's good, but this is the danger. And I agree. Roman's at the top of his game, but in your mind, like how much of SmackDown should be the Roman show? Cause it seems, feels to me like week in and week out. And I like what they're doing with him, but it feels like about 25% right. plus. I'll, I'll be honest. I'd rather watch that than watch a mishmash tag team. <sighs> Give me some women's tag teams that are not being featured. Yeah. Who, I mean, just, who, who are the women? Um, come on, the two tag team. Maybe they're on Raw and I'm screwing it up. Doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. I, I like what I, I will watch Roman. I won't turn it off when he's on. Yeah. And we had some stuff with the Riot Squad tonight and they're building a few things. It's good. Um, but I think, no, for, I mean, it's a variety show. It's variety, variety, variety. Like that's what keeps me, in, <laughs> me entertained. Jax Callens. Hey, Jackson. Uh, $4.99. Remember when Jericho and WCW would throw major temper tantrums? My three-year-old daughter just did it even better. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Here's five bucks, Raj. There you go. <laughs> that's funny. Raj doesn't watch these shows. No. Why do you guys all put him over? His, he, he. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> ahead, beyond uh, that, uh, after that win, uh, we did have uh, Billy backstage trying to get in with the, the Riot squad and uh, saying that she could be punk. She's been listening to Blink-182. That was uh, endearing. Uh so yeah, not just not anything really with the women's division tonight. But uh, let's talk about this gauntlet match: Rey Mysterio versus Sami Zayn versus King Baron Corbin versus Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Adam Pierce. Huh. Uh, yeah, one of these things is not like the other. Uh, Rey Mysterio yeah. and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn was Intercontinental Champion three weeks ago, and tonight he just got punked out immediately by Shinsuke at the start of this match. Okay, so I've been screaming for Nakamura. We've all been screaming for them to do something better with Nakamura. Yeah, and they are. So, yeah. like against when your team, when your when your roster is this stacked and this talented, this yeah. is going to happen sometimes. Where one of our guys that we want to see them do more with too, has got to eat that crap sandwich. Unfortunately, well, and him doing it to Ray, I actually would really like to see a Ray Mysterio Sami Zayn feud. That just sounds crazy. They, they've never done it. I don't have they. Ray's, I mean, since Ray's been back, it's been Ray Dominic. I can hear his voice. I can hear Sammy's voice taunting him as like right now. Like, so that's why I'm asking. Have I already heard it before? Um, that would be if they haven't done it. Yes, I'd be all in watching that. Hell yeah. Oh, and El Generico can make a return. That would be something. I don't, I don't think they would. Ever, I don't think they would ever do that. But be something. Mm-hmm. He's in Mexico helping the orphans. Um. Ira Jeanigan, $5. Hey, guys, getting married tomorrow, and my new wife will be watching AEW next week. Definitely will be showing Being the Elite and not Raw. <laughs> Good job. 
Good job, Ira. I wish I could do the same thing on this podcast and cover being the elite instead of raw. So let's just unpack this for a moment because we got a little time. Uh, Ira is saying he's getting married tomorrow. And I understand travel being what it is. Maybe, you know, no big honeymoon, no big travel plans. But it's like, it's kind of weird to call your show. I mean, like, I'm a wrestling fan, but it's weird to call your show. I'd be like, I'm getting married tomorrow. And honey, next week we're watching AEW on Wednesday, husband and wife celebrating the nuptials. You don't, you don't think that's romantic of him? I think that's very romantic, Ira. <laughs> I don't know. My wife and I didn't honeymoon to WrestleMania, but we did take a vacation to WrestleMania one year. So, you know, who am I to talk? I, I had it easy. I had The Rock. You know what I mean? My wife yeah. loved The Rock. So, therefore, in college, when I was dating her, she would just lay in my arm. We watched Raw, SmackDown, everything, because there was a guarantee The Rock was going to be on at some point. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm honestly, that's what I'm kind of missing since Becky Lynch has been gone. Like that was my wife's gateway. My wife from like 2015 on just decided she loved Becky Lynch and that made it easier for her to watch wrestling. Yeah. That's cool. You know? Yeah. Um, so in this gauntlet match tonight, Shinsuke got a really, really good run um, in terms of defeats, defeating Corbin and Daniel Bryan and Rey Mysterio made it to the end. And then when Adam Pierce comes out, we've got Roman coming out and Jey Uso coming out. Uh, Adam ate a super kick. Uh, Nakamura got beat up a bit. And then they essentially tossed Adam Pierce on top of Shinsuke. So yeah, it's just weird. This was like the best, the most they've given Shinsuke in years. Um, yeah. I, again, I'm all for it. I like it about damn time. Um, but we all know what it is. It's a short holding spot from go to the job, and he'll be right back at the back of the bus again, which is BS. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think right now. I'd say more than ever, they they probably don't have a lot of concrete plans week in and week out. We heard your uh, last week. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Damian Priest was supposed to be called up, and they canceled that at the last minute. They were going to have him involved in Roman and KO. No. Yeah, that's no. the rumor that's been going around. Uh, but they canceled that at the last minute. I just feel like if you told me that they didn't have a plan and they were making <clears> something <throat> went along, I would absolutely believe you. Maybe that's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Jason McKay, ten dollars. Uh, thank you. Uh, Gollum was great. Roman is still crazy, but let's not get distracted by the fact that Billy is an expert mosh pitter. That's right. Billy is a <laughs> mosh pit. What more is she hiding in her resume? <laughs> Here's the craziest shit, though, Matt. I'm just thinking about this right hey, now. Hey, Jason, you want a spot on the show? <laughs> well done. <laughs> but isn't it weird, though, that, like, it's like the Drew Gulak PowerPoint thing. It's like we start to pop for the most like minor little bits of minutia and Easter eggs and jokes and asides. I don't think he legitimately is popping for her being an expert much better. Like we were at the PowerPoint presentation. I thought I was thoroughly impressed with the PowerPoint presentation. That was, it was, that is the best gimmick. They never capitalized. Yes. No, dead serious. Him and okay. What's Braun doing right now? Is Braun even doing anything? No, but so Drew needs to get that PowerPoint together and get Braun motivated. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. that was so funny like such a such an opportunity uh alejandro villarreal uh five dollars saying vince had the opportunity with shinsuke but he killed it i mean they thought they were giving shinsuke the rocket treatment and when he debuted in that terrible 
uh, feud with Dolph oh. Ziggler and the Michael Jackson promo, which is still probably like that's actually probably the worst thing in a recent memory. I think Bailey, this is your life was actually better than that. Oh God, I'm forgetting. Was Dolph the one who had to explain that he was like Michael? J- yeah, he said, "Oh, when you grew up touring with your brothers uh, from Gary, Indiana, singing R&B hits across the country, like it was, it was really bad." Yeah. Although I would have popped if they'd had Shinsuke accept an Artist of the Millennium Award. That always gets me. Uh, David Blaine, I believe in you, and your magic is real. Justin uh, <laughs> Lopez, four ninety nine. Damian Priest was supposed to debut as KO's best friend, and KO and Roman spoke up and said it made no sense for KO to be his best friend. That, yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense at all. I agree with that. That, I mean, it does. Yeah. KO and him ain't hanging out somewhere. And I think Damian and Roman have too much of a similar swagger. And look, even with long hair, long wet hair, right? Like, kind of. Damien looks more like he should be playing the saxophone on the boardwalk at the beginning of the Lost Boys, but yes, I agree. That dude was jacked. He was. He was quite jacked. Um, and everyone knows. Like, isn't it weird that to have something like that? And everyone knows who you're talking about. He was in the movie for like a minute, but everyone knows that guy. Because he was freakishly muscular. He was huge. Yes. With long hair. Uh, Chris. Evans, $5. Hey, guys, isn't Sammy losing part of the story? He feels he's a victim of a conspiracy. So going quickly beaten when unprepared makes sense. It does, and it's entertaining. I like that he had his documentary camera crew with him tonight on the way to the ring. I thought that was... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Bigfoot Sneakerhead, Matt. Four ninety nine. Hope all is well. Didn't watch the show tonight, but love this podcast. Matt, read your Facebook post on Jackson. First happy birthday. Family first. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Alejandro saying favorite match is Shinsuke against Sammy in NXT. Oh, that was uh, so good. That was so good, though. So I was there. No, I was there alive for that. And you know what's funny? Oh, We've wow. talked about this before. It was the same thing like with Becky and uh, Charlotte at Evolution. Like, I have to go back and watch these things that I was there alive for to make sure it's not that prisoner of the moment recency bias. Right, right, right. right. It was yeah. so good. But no, absolutely. Uh, both those matches were as fantastic as they were alive. Um, CAWF Network, Fire Pro Wrestling World, two dollars. Jeff Hardy, Matt Morgan is the Hardy b- 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 boys. Yeah, I get it. Where did that just randomly come from? I don't, I don't get it. I I don't know. Our chat room's funny. They got jokes. Uh, uh let's see what else do we got here. Uh, so yeah, so that we ended the show with uh, yeah. We ended the show with Adam Pierce going to the Royal Rumble <laughs> to battle Roman Reigns for the uh, Universal Championship. <laughs> was there a spot? Were you disappointed that he didn't get on the second turnbuckle at the end of the show? Like the way you said it makes it sound like he, they capped the show off with Adam Pierce like up on the second turnbuckle <laughs> pointing, the pointing to the <laughs> Actually, that would have been funnier if Roman and Jay would have been pointing to the sign at the end. <laughs> they would have lifted his arm up and pointed it to the sign. You know? um... Yes. Oh, man. Uh, I, I don't get it, Glenn. I don't. I tried my best. Tried my best to put myself in their heads as to why they're doing this. I did, and I had to cut myself off because I just can't buy it. Yeah, they could have put any wrestler to do that. Adam Pierce has not been in this role long enough either. For what I tried to make the argument earlier for, which I'm contradicting now, which is that the authority figure, the the, the figurehead, right? Um, 
So there's something, you know, to that. The fact that an authority figure is going to get their ass kicked by a talent. Um, We've seen that how many times? Zillions of times. They've done it with stars that have been the figurehead for a long time. Not like Adam Pierce just like randomly showing up, slip, trip on a banana peel, and he's in a segment with Vince McMahon or, 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 or making a match. It's like AJ Styles versus Shane. That felt a little manufactured, but at least Shane's like competed at WrestleMania before. Like, yeah. and they yeah. did very well. That, that WrestleMania match with Shane and AJ, I still yeah, actually that was really good. It wasn't bad. Um, Keith Robinson five dollars saying was so hoping Shinsuke would win, and then the Royal Rumble having him come in the ring with his old theme that would have been epic. I mean, I hope this wasn't the end. I really hope they've got something from Shinsuke uh, going after this. So he's so good. Yes, he is. Um, so that was SmackDown tonight. See, that's the thing. When it goes this long, it's like I feel like not a lot happened. There was some good stuff, but it was just a very long show where not a lot happened. I mean, it, it depends because you you have your favorites. You have your, you have your draws sure. that, that that your attention is drawn to each week more yeah. than others. I think we all do. Um, sometimes they don't give it to us. True. You know, things happen too fast. Like, did you finish Cobra Kai yet? Season three? No, I keep, I can't stay awake, dude. Okay. Okay. I was just gonna like Cobra Kai, like shit happens fast. Like in every episode of Cobra Kai, they're like moving the pieces around on the board and it's a totally different show. The next episode, you know, like, which is good, which I like that. I like when it's uh, entertaining, but uh, sometimes you just want comfort. I get it. Uh, there are a couple of news stories. Raj Ge- Raj sends me notes, and they're never notes like, uh, you know, hey, Glenn, you're doing a great job. Or, hey, Glenn, you and Matt are money on the show. Or, <laughs> hey, Glenn, you and Matt make me a lot of money on the show with those there super chats. Keep them coming. But he sends me notes saying, I want you to talk about this. I want you to cover these news stories. And uh, so we've got two. I, I kid, Raj, but. Let's face it, it's it's pretty good shtick at this point. Why give it up now? No. Uh, Rhea Ripley has reported on uh, in Wrestling News, uh, although let me see if I can give credit to who originated the story. Uh, PW Insider originated the story that Rhea Ripley is reportedly headed to the main roster soon and that her last woman standing match where she lost against Raquel Gonzalez at New Year's Evil was planned to be her final appearance in NXT. Do right by her this time. That's the problem. What? What? Like, where's where's her spot? If she's not a tag champ or a women's champ or in one of those feuds, she ain't on TV. Then this is what the problem is with them being so stacked with talent in the women's division is because I would say, okay, fine. Then just remember they did this with um, this, the big monster build. Come on. What's her name? Um, Shayna Baszler. No, her partner. Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Do you remember her and Braun at the same time were both getting jobber matches each week where they would just kill the local talent in like 30 seconds? Yeah. They did that for like the first few, like five or six weeks. It was so successful. Do the same thing with Rhea Ripley. If you're not going to make her a serious deal, at least you'll be building her. She'll be crushing people. You'll make a star, a huge star. Her potential is ridiculous ridiculous i think the, the world to her as a talent i really do i hated i loved seeing the match versus gonzalez because that was holy crap glenn please tell me you've seen it no i did not watch this week's uh you have to see it. I I know know watch, watch this you will, will watch you'll be blown away by it i said that was a better big man match 
but yeah. with with two women, I mean the style, the psychology, in pro wrestling, but between the two big monsters of NXT, it's women's division. Um, versus on what was going on in AEW, uh, mm-hmm. was it Swagger? I'm sorry, Hager versus uh, um, Warlow, which was a very yeah. good match. Yeah, dude, I gave the, I gave a credit to the two women on AEW that had better psychology. I'm dead serious, and their style of working big mm-hmm. was better. It was really really impressive, and I didn't want to see them wrestle each other in a way because I love both of them. Yeah. I was like, crap, one of them is going to have to lose here. Gonzalez is too late for her to lose. She better not lose because she's a star. And then it's like, but then Ripley keeps getting the short end of the stick. Every time she wrestles somebody good, they have her freaking lose. Charlotte, her, uh, you know? Yeah. No, it's, it's annoying. It's annoying. Well, Who looks like her? Nobody. No, Alonzo Smith saying, which is who is Ray better for Raw or SmackDown? She's got unfinished business with Charlotte. So she, I could see her going to Raw. Who? See, I, I flood both shows yeah. with the women. Well, Charlotte can bounce between both because she's a tag champ currently. So, <laughs> who's on? Who we got on SmackDown besides Bailey and Sasha? Uh, Bailey, Sasha, Carmella, Bianca. Um, we just did that promo from Carmella tonight against Sasha, which was it was good. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm cheering Carmella on, right there. Her spot. Oh wow! So she just comes and destroys Carmella and just well, like the, 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 not right now. But the TV yeah. time they've allotted for Carmella, they could allot for her. Yeah. That's the craziest part is with SmackDown, it is that. It is exactly um, like we've got limited availability and we need to figure out a way to, to do these spots. It's a smoother show. but um, If they didn't have the tournament tonight, I could have picked other matches out for sure. But they had a tournament that they had to – sorry, what do you call it? Gauntlet the gauntlet match. Gauntlet. That's why it was so anticlimactic because we had like a half an hour yeah. gauntlet match where Shinsuke yes. was like a million bucks. And then Adam Pierce like <laughs> gets handed the win. Um, Myron Kidd, though, $5 saying, got to give it up to Shinsuke. Dude's collecting big checks and going surfing. Uh, I mean <laughs> – yeah, it, definitely. It's great for him, man. I just I, he's a legend and I wish they would use him. That's true. I mean, Matt, if you decided to go back and stay with WWE and they were like, "Hey man, Vince likes you. You're a big guy. We know we can slot you in. You know, we're going to write out your 5-year contract. Like here's a payday." Like I think you'd be game for whatever if you felt like you had job security and you were getting paid well. No. Really? Got to be in the main event? <sighs> Now, let's say if I wasn't a, if I wasn't a father, yeah, different story. Yeah, hypothetical. I, I mean, I understand why you didn't go back, but I'm saying if you gone had gone back and were in that situation, yeah, 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 yeah I'd be more mature. I'd wrestled, I think, seven, six or seven years of TNA. Yeah, I was more mature at that point. So probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, job security is job security, and uh, they ain't making nothing, you know. But wrestlers are, are marks. We're all marks for ourselves mainly and we are and that gets us in trouble sometimes but it also is what drives you and it's where that you guys heard that saying the times if you're not trying to be a champion what the hell are you doing in the business to begin with well not everybody can be the champion because there's only one champion um you know so i don't know yeah well, i get i get it man uh iris john again five dollars saying bianca and Rhea together on the same show is dumb and they will both be wasted unfortunately I agree. I think send Rhea to Raw. Hmm. Bianca already needs more time as it is. Yeah. On TV. She needs more. I mean, those two should be both on a fast track to be yeah, champions right. next year. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. They're good. It's tough, man. It's tough. I mean, uh, the cycle and the limited space that they've got. Um, so the other star is the W. Uh, the other story uh, is that WWE is reportedly making a strong play at Jay White right now. Hmm. I, I not. I'm not crazy about him. I don't think he's like he's great. He's a great wrestler in the ring. He's awesome. I just don't. Maybe I'm proven wrong. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think super- he's the least impressive out of all those Bullet Club leaders. Mm. Yeah, right. I feel like uh, the shine is a little worn off on the Bullet Club at this point. But uh, his contract is uh, expiring in New Japan. There's 50-50 that whether he stays or leaves, according to Super J Cast. So WWE is supposedly very interested. They should be. I mean, he's a great talent. I just yeah. Oh, I'm with you. Um, so wow. 40 minutes, Matt. We've we've solved wrestling for a Friday night. We've talked about it all. <laughs> we have. Uh, how's the first week of 2021 going for you? Awesome. It's my son's birthday. We had it this past Thursday. It was it yesterday? And then we're having a kids party for him this Sunday. So yeah, doing great. <laughs> you getting the bounce house? We're going to a place where we've rented it out. With nice. multiple bounce houses, it'll be pretty cool. He'll multiple bounce houses. He'll love it. It's all for like him and like me, be like a few other of his friends. I feel like our generation missed out. The bounce house really was the generation after us. <laughs> I loved them though. Like, like I was, I was too big and too old to go <laughs> in them, but I did. <laughs> Destroying bounce houses. I swear uh, to God, I have my cousin Matthews. I broke out his birthday. I swear to Christ, it collapsed on me. But uh, the kids today don't know the <laughs> joy that we were the first generation to experience Chuck E. Cheese oh, in its day, in its glory. It really was the shit. That place was awesome. That's what kind of where we're going to uh, Sunday. Oh, nice. It's very similar, actually. Do they Not cool though? Well, see, when we and I talked about this before, like we were going to Chuck E. Cheese on Mother's Day for many years because it was the only place there was no wait. We would take my mom to Chuck E. Cheese. This is like up to like a couple of years ago because um, you get in <laughs> right away. Like the pizza is what it is, but there was a yeah. salad bar. They had beer, but our family is huge on skee ball. So we would just go there and hang out and like play skee ball and drink for a couple hours to celebrate Mother's Day. And it was fantastic. But they don't even have video games at Chuck E. Cheese anymore. Like it's oh, really. Yeah, they've got like maybe one or two like big like uh, like driving games, but it's not like it used to be as a kid where they had everything there. Like first time I ever saw Dragon's Lair was at a Chuck E. Cheese. First time I ever played Paperboy or Tron. Like that used to be the ultimate arcade. And they don't. I mean, I guess arcade games don't really exist anymore. And yeah, yeah. retro games would probably bore the hell out of kids these days. Yes, yes, they would. They, yes. Which is a shame. Although I'm going to get my cocktail table Ms. Pac-Man one day, and then I'm just going to be living. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, so Jackson's uh, Jackson Callen saying we have time left to talk about Cobra Kai. Matt's not caught up yet. So uh, when he is, we will talk about it on the podcast. I'm respecting Matt. Thank you, Glenn. My apologies, folks. No, it's okay. So, uh, hey, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll be back here Monday night. Me, Matt Morgan. Will Raj Giri show up? Who knows? No, no, you won't, Raj. That's and, fine. We got, you know, we got Alfred. We don't need, we don't need Raj. Alfred, yeah, we have, Alfred is awesome. I argue the three of us. That's where it's at. And, and Justin, yeah, no, I miss Justin. We haven't had Justin on uh, together in forever. I haven't 
just uh within the podcast with justin but uh monday night by the way we've got some really nice marks about that conversation uh that we had with alfred like it was like a two-hour podcast people really seemed to like it i thought we were going off on the tangent to end all tangents same here i was like oh my god well wrestling fans are gonna be so mad at us or i was thinking because we're supposed to be so rub i was like you know what no they're like this is freaking cool more reason why i know matt's trying to organize us trying to to take it to boss man raj and be like we're taking this on the road uh on that note okay uh we'll catch you back here monday night on the wrestling inc podcast take care bye guys for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.